the last four. Let's wait until we actually start the podcast and start, start talking about that. But, but we haven't started yet. Yeah, exactly. Right. Oh, uh, uh, we're going. Well, hey guys, okay, welcome great. to start off. Welcome to start off. I'm Matt. Oh, frick. I'm, I'm Isaiah. A- <laughs> <laughs> we did this last time. I don't know. I'm, I'm a- I, you're Isaiah. I'm Matt. <laughs> Most of the time. Most yeah. of the time. Um, <laughs> no, there's other aliases around town. But anyways, um, we want to talk about The Last of Us. We talked about it a little bit in the end of the pod, and we were like, we'll be giving you guys a Last of Us um, recap, I guess, which we would love to do on a weekly basis, which we may we may be doing. If not, then probably bi-weekly, but regardless, um, Last of Us, we're up to episode three. Right now, episode three. Yes. I think episode four comes out tomorrow. Spoilers. Are we, oh or, yeah, big are we spoilers. doing spoilers? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Big spoilers for any Last of Us. Um, this is a show that went in such an unexpected direction, dude. It really did. It's so different. It's extraordinarily different. It's 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 unlike any show that I've ever seen. In the sense that they're not afraid to tell deeply character-driven stories and to derail an entire plot to do it, but also weave that into the overall plot. And they did it, I'm talking specifically about episode three. Yeah. They did it seamlessly. Uh, well, I, probably not seamlessly, It was, but they did it extraordinarily well. Yeah. Dude. Oh my gosh. But ah, it's so <laughs> like, because there's so much to say. There is there's so much to say. Um, should we talk? I guess we should talk about like episode. We'll start three. with episode one. Well, oh, let's oh, go, okay. oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, uh, I we'll did. go from one to three. I think. Okay, I think let's start the best. From, yeah. from one. We'll circle back. And and one, I gotta say, I I didn't know how I was going to feel. I feel like I was in my mind before the show came out. I was like, depending on how how, how episode one is, will decide. Probably how the rest of it will be. Absolutely, and it was amazing. It was immaculate. Bro, I I cried. I everyone cried. If you didn't cry, you're end, a monster. I think I think the thing. Shut up. Kara <laughs> said he doesn't cry. He doesn't have a mo- <laughs> he doesn't have a mic, and he's also a monster. <laughs> the thing that got me the most about the ending, or I guess it was frick. About 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 one about when start off start- bingo. <laughs> When Joel's daughter died, yeah, like I was just—it was like he was—he was trying to like act like she was like alive for a little bit, and that was the saddest part. He was like, um, "What's his, his Tommy?" Tommy. He was like, "Okay, Tommy, let's just." And he was like, "Joel, I love that. Like, I love yeah. that." The writing of that is like Tommy's that sobering moment that the audience needs to be like, "She's not okay." Because yeah. there is there is that moment, and there's a lot of shows where it's like. Somebody could be gushing blood, and suddenly they're fine later. That's and true. They needed to set that tone of like people are going to die in this show, and they're going to be gone. Like there's, there's no one is going to be safe. There are people. There are real stakes in this world, and they really set that in that sobering moment of Tommy. Just like I think he just suddenly shake, shook his head. Yep. But was so extraordinarily well done. Yeah. And then having that transition to that little town that they're in, mm-hmm. um, where it's like now under. <laughs> The um, government's uh, under quarantine. That's it. Sorry, I couldn't think of the word. But that quarantine town yeah. thing, and cutting to Joel burning a little girl, yeah, her dead body. You're like, oh my god, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was the boy. The to be honest, oh, I'm not really sure. Was it? I'm not sure. The gender. I'm not really sure to be honest. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We won't misgender him, but regardless. Oh, yeah. um, 
<laughs> That's fair. We won't misgender them. Sorry. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was so good, and I was worried about Pedro Pascal's Joel. Me too. I think everyone bit. was. I think everyone was worried that because it's not Troy Baker and it's not Ash, um, Ashley Johnson, and because it's two different actors than the game, you're like, I don't know how this is gonna go. And Pedro Pascal crushes it. Oh yeah. And I feel bad for doubting him <laughs> because he's he's the he's I won't say the perfect Joel because the perfect Joel is Troy Baker, but um, he is a fantastic Joel. He does so well. Um, and he feels he feels like Joel. He brings he that presence, which I was worried that he was just going to do like that country accent that he had in the second Kingsman movie. Mm-hmm. And he was just going to be like, I'm Joel. And yeah. no, he has that presence about yeah. him. And it's perfect. They did such a great job of making this dude look because I think he was he was thirty one. I, I I think he was was he thirty one or thirty six? I think he was thirty six before his daughter died. Mm. And so I guess he's like fifty six or fifty one. I'm not sure. Was it fifteen years or twenty years later? I think it was fifteen. That sounds 20. right. Twenty. It was twenty. Oh, okay. That's right. It, it went from two thousand three to two thousand twenty three. Mm-hmm. So it was twenty years. Mm-hmm. Um, they did such a great job of making him look. Like he's in his fifties, yeah, and just the the tone and bro. Okay, so that was episode one. Mm. What happened in episode two? Was that when they were I'm trying to remember? I know is that because we didn't meet Ellie in episode one, did we? We did. It was it was the last half of episode one. Bless you, bless you, bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Is that four? Yeah. You're halfway there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> halfway to what? You gotta keep going. Oh, oh no. no. You know about this. You know. I don't. We talked about it before. Yeah, we talked about, about it on the, on the podcast before. About sneezing. If you have eight sneezes, it's basically the feeling of an orgasm. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's like you were like. <laughs> I was halfway more. to an orgasm. <laughs> oh. So, but how's that, so, how's that make you feel? Well, no, I, 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 I was, I was, it was just a. Uh, anyway, so. Um, <laughs> Uh, in episode at the end of episode one, yeah. we did meet Ellie. I believe episode two, they were like episode two is when they're heading towards the capital. Yes, yeah. Ellie just this is her first time being out. Yep, and they're kind of like seeing everything that was going on. And um, this is actually I believe that was the episode where Tess died. Yeah. Now that was when. So you played the game, right? Yes. But you have you gotten to the part where Tess dies? Where, yes. It didn't happen like that. No. <clears throat> when they got there, uh, what's her name was waiting? Um, Marlene was waiting yep. there. But I guess in the first episode, Marlene gave them Ellie and said, y'all go out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Marlene died in like the first episode, which... She, no. Yeah, she's... Yeah, well, I don't think she died. Did she die? She, did was, she, she was bleeding out. She was bleeding out. Yeah. But did she actually die? We didn't see her die, but she was bleeding out. She may not have died. It's possible. Because she looked pretty much well. No. I <laughs> she mean, was shot. Um, yeah, wait, she was not well. Well, and I, 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 think, I think the inference is that she did die. Because I know in the game, they meet Marlene there, and Marlene has been shot, and she's dying. To be honest, I, I forgot. But I, but it was like when they got there, there was like an army waiting for them. But yes. in the show, when they got there, the army was dead. Yeah. And um, one really interesting thing that they did with the show is they kind of gave him like this horde h-o-r-d-e oh, ability yeah. where like they could like if oh my gosh just put it on silent yeah no, but yeah, yeah, yeah so uh 
<laughs> derails the podcast every time. <laughs> Go so, ahead. I thought they were kind of just like throwing like a, like an interesting fact that wasn't going to be relevant. Right. But they were like, yeah, if there's even like a loud gunshot, then these things can come from, from miles away. Because it's a hive mind. And it's true. and But they didn't do that in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is freaking terrifying. Yeah. And I think they – what because the person who made this also made Chernobyl. Um, That's right. Yes. The show Chernobyl. And I think that director seems very interested in like um, disease and he seems sort of knowledgeable about these things. And so because of that and because obviously he had worked on Chernobyl, he's it feels like he's putting more of a um, – <clears throat> more of a, I guess, spotlight on how the zombies are zombies and yeah. like how they operate and how how like the rules of the world basically, um, which I think is extra. It's it's adding layers basically to what already exists, and I think it's great. Exactly. Or I totally forgot. Episode two starts off um, in Indonesia, um, in Jakarta, where like the. Um, um, it was like the oh yes 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 oh, the health lady yeah um, what an opening that was so right great. and she, when she was like you need to bomb this place yeah yeah and that was I was like what um I was talking with show Emily don't tell. huh mm-hmm. what did you say well, show don't tell. tell yeah, yeah no she pretty much was they're gonna die she, because she was like she knows she's been in this area she's possibly infected in she order was like, to I'm gonna keep go be this with my family yeah yeah. That is it was wild. insane. Yeah. It was so, and it's, it's again, giving it the, the light of making this real enough to where you have not, I mean, we already had stakes with Ellie and Joel, yeah. but make raising the stakes to where it's like, this is, this is something that is, has been researched. This is something that has been looked into by professionals, by people in the medical field. And we don't have answers for this. Yeah. And it really adds this gravity to the issue that yeah. wasn't there, I think before it was because it, in the game. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was more just like these are people, but it's just a zombie game. And with yeah. this now, it's like, oh my gosh, these are it's real like people a, who had lives, and it's it's adding that layer to it. It's kind of like what Clone Wars did with the clones. I yeah, feel like. I think they kind of like briefly mentioned it in the game. They're like, yeah, fungus took over, and this is how it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they're like making it. Sw- a lot more flushed out, fleshed out, whatever the word is. Flushed out, yeah. It's it's really freaking good. So. It's fantastic, and I think, um, especially going back to episode one, when it opens with those the, with the talk show where they had the yeah. expert talking about like, and he was like, "What is, what is the most dangerous thing?" And he was like, "He was like epidemics, plague," and he was like, "No, it's fungus." Yeah, and it gets to the point where not only is the audience so uncomfortable, but the people in the scene are so uncomfortable that it, it just ends with. We'll be right back. And it's like, yeah. and you're like, oh my gosh, we're starting this this way. Like I get chills talking about it. It's, it's so good, but it's so like, it, it puts that gravity that needs to be there on, on the show. Dude, I thought it was so funny when the guy was like, he was like, so where do we get LSD from? He was like, where do you get LSD from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. They had like a little banter with it, which like it, it, it really set. And again, sorry, going back to episode one, but it really set again the tone and the the tone of Last of Us is so important. And it set a tone of like, this is going to have some comedic moments, Mm -hmm. but it is going to be deadly serious. Oh, yeah. Um, And it really and I think that's one of the things that like HBO in specific is like 
that first pilot episode, you know that that pilot episode is going to introduce you to what's going to be in the show, mm-hmm. and it's going to introduce you to the level of stuff that they're going to be basically like, usually with like nudity and like vulgarness and things like that. Yeah. And they it really intros you to like this is what this ride is going to be. Yeah. Stay like get on or get off now. Mm-hmm. And it, they did a fantastic job. And and the, again, the tone of Last of Us is so important to that game because ninety percent of that is the tone yeah. and camera work. Um. <clears throat> Like the dust that we see from the sun rays and stuff yeah. like that with an acoustic guitar. That's Last of Us' frick. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. They, they've nailed it. Especially when, the, I think it's the first episode when they finally get out and they see those buildings that, that, that big yeah. building leading on the other one. And the acoustic guitar is playing in the background and it's a mm-hmm. little eerie. It's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. But let's talk about episode three. <sighs> That's such a huge... Uh, I I... Really quickly, I have a question before we yeah. get into episode three. How do you feel about Ellie? I think Ellie's great. I think she's I think she's different than Ashley Johnson's Ellie. Yeah. But she's different in a way that matches the Joel that she's working with, if that makes sense. Because yeah. she's Ellie's a little more kiddish and lighthearted in the show. And I feel like in the other one, she was kiddish, but there was an edge to her. You know, and we haven't seen that quite yet. I mean, sort of. Other than her stabbing a zombie. <laughs> That's in episode three. But. So I have a, I have a theory. I feel like that was such a very specific scene where she stat she she looked at the zombie and she was like staring at it and 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 the zombie was looking at her. It wasn't like screaming or anything. Mm-hmm. That was a very interesting interaction. Mm-hmm. And then she stabs it. Yeah. I, I feel like that's going to come back somehow. There's definitely some form of, if not just metaphor, then it, it could come back. I think it's more metaphoric of like, I am the person that's going to cure this thing. This is the thing. Um, and I need to be able to like kind of understand it, I think. Something along those lines, potentially. I have this theory or this. I'm wondering if. So she, with her knife, mm-hmm. she stabs it and mm-hmm. then puts it back. I would imagine that the knife would be infected. It's possible. I feel like they're going to use that somehow. Maybe. I think more it's just supposed to show the character of Ellie that it's like, and exactly what I was talking about, that there is a little bit of an edge to her. Not quite as much as the one, which I'm sure we haven't seen. We haven't seen enough of Ellie for me to say who she is and who she isn't. Yeah. But I don't think it spreads that way either. Because, like, fungus can't grow on a knife. Fungus needs a living host. Yeah. Right? That is true. Yeah. I thought that was, like, the... Because people stab the zombies all the time, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Regardless, well, actually, I think I, don't know. I think it's more supposed to it serves as character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Ellie. That's um funny. which is showing that like um I have some somewhat of empathy for this thing because it's still a person, mm. but ultimately it needs to be put down. Yeah. Um which I think is 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 a really important character driven moment because it really sets sets up who Ellie is in this grand scope of that she is the cure for this and what she feels about this certain circumstance yeah um and again that's perfect show don't tell do we know that she's the cure it's it's presumed that yeah which i know that because of the game i don't know if they've outright said it in the show i I think they pretty much did they were like she's not she's not infected which means that we need to get her here yeah it's kind of it's kind of not it's not directly said but it's inferred um but can we talk about those those fellas so it just started off so different than what I thought. Cause so also, all right, all right, all right. so to begin, you know, 
um, the episode, it's it's like, uh, what's this? Is it Bill? It's Bill and Bill. Frank. Bill and Frank. Is Bill Ron Swanson? Bill is Ron Swanson. Bill is Nick Offerman. Um, Nick, uh, Nick Offerman, he's, he's, you know, he's driving his, his truck. He's got a shotgun. He's got all this stuff set. Like set up, he's decked out with all these manly things. He's a he's like a he's 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 your classic paranoid bunker guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he seems really um, elegant in a way. Like he has he has a he has somewhat of a higher because yeah you you see bunker people <laughs> which I guess, <laughs> I, guess, <laughs> I guess that's an adjective. <laughs> um, you see like those paranoid people who have bunkers in the backyards and everything yeah. and you're like you haven't showered in like three days. Yeah. But then you see exactly what you're talking about where where it's like Bill sitting there making himself like this ornate beautiful dinner. Yeah. And, like playing the piano and there there is an elegance to him. You know? Yeah. And. So like I thought he was just like just like a, like a very well-rounded person. He mm-hmm. he he understood wine, but he also could um, hunt and make traps and mm-hmm. do manly things. Right. Um, and then you know, I I thought he was gonna like go and start talking about his his like maybe his 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 late wife or his backstory. His backstory. Right. And then it ends up being. A love story. A love story, and a man. It's it's about men, and then like they got kept getting closer and closer mm-hmm. and closer. I was like, what? What? No, no. Yeah, no, no. It came out of no. absolutely nowhere, which I thought was it. It really, really shows because it showed a little bit of the tenderness of Bill before we get to Frank. Yeah, and yeah. I thought it was again just the whole show. I'm going to say this a lot is extraordinarily well done. Um, but I thought it was really well done the way that they show the tenderness of Bill and Frank kind of pulling it, pulling that tenderness out of him and being yeah. like, you're still a person. This is the circumstance is not you. You're still mm. a person. Yeah. Um, and then that gentle kiss that they have. And then it immediately smash cuts to them having gay sex. Yeah. Which is, which is upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, I watched that episode with my family. Oh, oh man. <laughs> yeah. It's not great. <laughs> um, but I mean, ultimately, it is. It, it, it is. Any, any sex scene watching with the family is just like, and I was like, is this gonna end? I said yeah. it before. I, I said it before. Did y'all skip it or are y'all I just it. fully I embraced it? I, I was like, we don't know. What, it's, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. I skipped it. I skipped it to the point where there was dialogue because I was like, if there's That's no. What we were well, well, <laughs> no, I mean, because I'm gonna skip. Like, if it's a if it's a man and a woman, if I'm if if there's a, a, a like. Very graphic sex scene. I'm gonna skip that myself. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if it's man, woman, woman, it man, man, woman, 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 man, woman, woman, man, woman, whatever, whatever woman, gender woman. you choose to be or sexuality. Um, but regardless, Ant. I, they, ant, ant. What does that mean? People. What are you talking ant, about? Ant, dwarves, elves, any of those. Oh, okay. We're gonna move on. Ant, dwarves, bunker people. Bunker people. <laughs> bunker people. <laughs> orcs. Anyways, there are no female orcs. Okay, we're talking about lesbians. How do orcs? No, okay, we're talking about lesbians. <laughs> this is getting derailed. Um, basically, yeah, I, I I skipped as well. And the thing is, I I think it was important to have that love scene because it has to establish the tenderness that Bill has for Frank. Yeah. And we don't we don't because if we, imagine <laughs> if you take that out, you don't really see that tender moment until the end, until the end of the episode, which we'll get to in a minute. But. Um, I thought it was important and I thought it was worth it. And the dialogue that's delivered during that scene is like, you can tell that Bill is uncomfortable, but Frank is the person that's pulling him out of it. And that's kind of their whole 
relationship. Yeah. Um, and it establishes that in a really well, well done way. But yeah. And then we just see them move on and we see young Joel with Tess. Yeah. And them hanging out with each other and just, it is, it is beautiful. And then at the end, Oh, I was sob. I'm going to, I'm, I'm like getting emotional talking about it. I didn't think they were going to do that. I didn't I, think I, I thought he was going to kill him off. Like just, I, like, I thought he was going to, cause I mean, it's a zombie. It's a, it's a zombie show. Yeah. It's you're like gun to head. That's how this goes. Um, and like just treat him like he's infected. But the, the last thing where he was like, um, I want to be in your arms and I want to gently just pass. Um, and he's like, I want you to, you're going to put in my wine. We're going to have a lovely day. And then we're going to pass. And I'm like, that's crazy. Oh my gosh. That's very oh. crazy. I, I want to say something, but like, I don't have a mic. So I'm just going to be loud. So yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, I, why did he give up so early? The sick guy. Like, I, I don't know. Cause I, like in my life, I've seen people where it's like, okay, when they're at this stage, that's when you're like, okay, oh, yeah. you probably got to, you know, take care of this. Yeah. But that's your choice. Not theirs. No, exactly. That's, that's but, true. But. but they were like, he got out of bed that morning. I'm like, if you have the ability to get out of bed, and you're still eating by yourself. You're still making your own choices. You don't need to die. He yet. still said that it took him the entire night to get in his chair. Yeah, but he could do it. I'm like, sure. If you can still do it took that. you the yeah. entire night. Also, okay, this is really like I would have given at least like another week. Or two. No, <laughs> yeah, I, hold on. No, 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 no. Hold on. That is not your choice to make. That is that person's and that person's choice alone. Yeah. If they, if that, if in that circumstance, if they, if they want to go, let them. But I guess Karen's, I am I am totally I'm sorry I have to get this out because yes. this is important. Yeah. Um, if I am on the deathbed and I'll put this on I'll put this on the air right now. Mm-hmm. If I'm on my deathbed and I am plugged up to machines, unplug me. I'm that kind of guy. Really? Unquestionably. Hey. I'm not going to sit there. I understand that I'm important to my family. Are you eating Sour Patch Kids while I'm <laughs> talking about unplugging my freaking no, dude, life support? Like, <laughs> it, was getting, <laughs> it was getting really good, dude. I, I, Gosh. I was like, wow, man. Okay. I guess. Anyways. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> so, anyways. Yeah, if I'm on life support, I want, I want, no, I do not want a Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> he just offered me, okay. I, if I'm on my deathbed, I want you to unplug me. I, I'm not there. Um, if I'm if I'm there physically, I'm probably not there mentally. I don't know what my mental state is, and I'd rather not take the, take the risk. I'd rather you just pull the plug but because ultimately, if I'm if if I'm with my family, and I understand the the aspect of yes, if you have more time with your family, you should give it. I yeah. understand that, but that is selfish of the family, in my personal and only my personal opinion. So take that with a grain of salt. You do whatever you want and yeah. whatever you feel like is best for your loved ones. But in my personal opinion, I feel like that if, if for me, if I were the person in that circumstance, that feels like the family's being a little bit selfish because I'm in pain mm. and I just want to be done. And, and I do understand like that is also a little selfish on my part. Um, but there's no, I'm no, don't know. Um, no. Um, if it's my choice, because at that moment it is my choice. I'm, I'm done. And I think that's similarly what this guy was experiencing is that he was like, if, if you're in a level of pain where you're just constantly in pain mm. every single day, that does stuff to you. It does stuff to you mentally. I can't speak to that because I've never experienced that. But if, if you're at that level of pain where you're just in pain constantly and you can't enjoy life anymore, then yeah, it makes sense to have that one last day where you have that moment of life where you ex- ex- experience that beautiful life that you've had with this person and you do all those things and everything. And at the end of it, 
that's that's your last day. And it makes sense to me because if I had the choice of if I was about to die and to have that last day with Yezareth, with you guys, with my family, um, and if I had that choice, I'd make it. I'd absolutely do that. Mm. That makes sense. And plus, it was like the end of the world. And so, like... There's nothing you can do. Yeah, Suicide. Yeah, that, that's, that's my point of view. I'm like, hey, well, I'm, if I'm still there, I'm still fighting. Like, like regardless of me. Yeah. Like, like, it's not about me at that point. Like, even if I'm in, like, pain. But if I'm still there mentally and I can still communicate like he could, if I can still talk and walk, because he got out of bed that morning. Yeah. Like, it's not like he's I'm, getting better. Like, like, if I'm, if I'm like, oh, like in pain, but I can still, like, eat, yeah. walk, move. Like, he couldn't. Uh, he had, be there a little huh? bit longer. He he could barely. Eat. He had to. I think his. I think didn't Bill feed him? No. 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 He ate himself. Uh, it was slow, okay. but was like, he was slow. But it's like I eat slow right now. <laughs> Again, this is this is this is yeah. very it's opinion. A, yeah. It is an opinion. I, I I'm from the side of like yes, if I'm in pain, and that is a little bit <clears> selfish <throat> of me that I I want to be done. Yeah. Um. And if the other person, and also if you're at that level of like, if I've lived to be that long, that's a that's a that's a huge one. Probably like fifty. They were older than that. He was, like, maybe, he was, okay, he was 50 probably in the beginning. Old. They were pretty like old. 60, right? No, they were older than that. They were like 70. Maybe 70. I don't know. They were, they were like gray, white, wrinkled. Yeah. I don't know. I guess... Ron made it look good, though. Ron made it look good. Oh, he looked good. He looked good. He was, I he was like a sexy old guy. I just would never kill myself. Like, that's... that's I mean, that's yeah, I'm not, I'm not planning to kill myself either. I'm just saying in that oh, certain circumstance... Dad, look at him clip that right there. I'm not planning to kill myself either. You can take that to court. Um... But in that certain circumstance, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, because if it, if it is the end of the world, and if it is that I'm going to suffer for the foreseeable future until I die from whatever illness has me, um, and if the illness is not getting better, if it's getting worse, then I'm like, okay. If I'm if I've lived this long and I've had this long with my partner, there is a moment, and that's that's what a, a lot of people that are our age don't understand is that life is gonna it's gonna end. It's there's there's a point where it's gonna stop. Yeah. And if if you have the opportunity to live that long life with that partner, there is going to be an end to it. And ultimately, in that moment, he chose that end. Hmm. And he chose what that end looked like. And so, I think that's beautiful. If you, However, so that was one one thing that I guess got me was like, in that situation, like if you were Bill, would you have killed yourself too? Because like he was like fine, right? He uh, was just old. He honestly looked worse. Than he he kind of did, yeah. Well, so there is science out there that says that when a partner dies and you've been with them their entire life, you're not you're not long for this world either, because usually yeah. partners that are that intimately with one another usually are not far off because you, you usually usually like die from sadness. Yeah, you usually die from sadness, um, and you just your body quits because it's just like I want to be with them. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. It, it's like wild, but it, it happens. It really happens. And so at that point, and I've told, I've told this to Yezroth, and this is getting a little a little sorry, a little bit of a trigger warning. It's um, all right. I've told this to the others that I was like, if if you go, I'm probably not going to be long for this world because that's the level of love that I have for her. I say that as someone who has not lived Bro. my entire life for her, but with oh her, but gosh, as if if crying. if she, yeah, I'm getting emotional talking about it. Um, <laughs> if she goes out of this world, um, and hopefully we'll be really old together. But when that happens, I'm not going to be long for this world, and yeah. I understand that. So in that moment, I do understand because it it's either you live in solitude and sadness for the however much longer you have yeah. or you bite the bullet with your partner. And exactly. so at a point in that, again, in that certain circumstance, I understand that. Yeah. 
And I would say, yeah, in that circumstance, I would say yes. I would, I would definitely drink that. Mm. Wow. Yep. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> or like, uh, I, I, wouldn't, I feel like it would be on me. Like they're still with me. Yeah, and it's on me now to keep. I, we're both living now, and I, yeah, she or he or whatever, they're still with me. Like if a family member dies or yeah, a loved one dies, sure, it's like they're still with me. And um, but there's a level of partnership that you have with someone that you've been with for that long. That's that's yeah, true. You, that you I don't mean, have. We don't know. No, that and that's that, exactly. Might, yeah. I can never speak to that. And I hope to, but... <clears throat> but, like, right now, if I was in a committed relationship and, you know, God forbid, she passed away or something like that, like, I would be like, I wouldn't want to off myself. No, that. no, and that's not what I'm saying by any means. I'm saying that, like, as long as, like, if, if we're together for the entire rest of our lives, that's usually what's going to happen is that... I, and I hope <laughs> that that's the case. Um, and I mean to make it the case, but... Yeah, if, 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 that were the, if that were what were to happen, I would... I understand what he, where he's coming from. Yeah. Um, because that sucks. You, that level of partnership where you wake up, go to sleep, and do everything with that person, mm. and then they're suddenly gone. That's mm. that's such a life change that will be so catastrophic to you. Yeah. Especially at that age. Um, so I get it. Yeah. Man. It was just such an interesting episode, man. It was beautiful. Oh, it was like vanished freaking crazy. I, I wasn't expecting to get a... Um, a life story no. of these guys. And then we just come back to Joel and Ellie like we're supposed to be fine. <laughs> and I'm like, 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 they're just like, we're going to get in the car now. And I'm like, I'm in, I'm like, I'm in shambles. <laughs> I have to go like do things after this. <laughs> there's, there's, there've been a couple like shows and movies where that is that exact emotion of like, I have to go do things after this. I have to be okay for the rest of the day. And that was definitely one of them for me at least. Like great with the fireflies. Oh my gosh, oh my dude. <laughs> I was like, I was like, no, that's not. Oh, I don't. No one should. It's not even like a movie. No one should watch that movie. No one yeah, should watch that movie. Watch don't like watch it. Yeah, it's just two children dying for two hours. That's mm. it. But y'all, I hope you guys enjoyed this pod. Um, <laughs> wow, that was a real. <laughs> what? It's uh, time. <laughs> really? Two children died. All right, <laughs> it's time, right? I hope you guys enjoyed the Last of Us, and we'll hopefully be getting this back to you. Um. Maybe next week. Yeah. I hope for this next episode that we're just coming out tomorrow. This so. ain't the last of us. This ain't the last of us. Just the first. You guys it's start starting. We're there just starting go. off. There it's not go. the last of us. We're just starting off. Love it. It's cute. It's cute. All right, Isaiah. Do you want to get me, give us a prayer and get out here? <laughs> yeah, sure. Come on, man. <laughs> Pull it together. Oh, uh, I I have a sour patch. Kids, my mouth. But All right, Father God, <laughs> thank you for the stage you've given us just to be alive and live another day for you and. Lord, I just pray that anyone who is maybe um, struggling with anything, Lord Jesus, would just cling to you and come to you in their moment of need and know that you can be there for them mm. and just be um, have the presence that you have, Lord Jesus, and just that they would cling to you and that all of us would cling to you and know you as intimately as we possibly can. And um, for those of you who may not know you, that they would, um, if, if they do desire, come closer to you to know who you are, Lord Jesus, and see what you can do for them, Lord Jesus, and what you have done for us and continue to do. I thank you for all this, Lord, and I pray all this in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. See you next week. See you next week, man.